Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Mama's Pearls. I am your hostess, Cynthia, and we're coming off of a pretty rough week. Uh, last week we were on Mama's Pearls talking with one of my one of my favorite people in the world, who is my um, pseudo sister, Karen Oster, and she is a, a marketing events. Com- she runs a marketing events company, and we're really talking about um, scar tissue and the emotional wounds that we have from our childhood, which happen to all of us. You know, unfortunately, life isn't perfect, and your parents are going to mess up, and you just hope that that if you find that there are times when your parents aren't there for you, that you have your own reservoir of resources, and you build up your own external support system to get the help that you need. Um, last week's show was called Scar Tissue, and the pearl of the week was no bounce backs. And that was what we were talking about in terms of fortifying your own defenses and keeping your own head above water and basically taking yourself into a space where knowing as a parent not to replicate some of the mistakes that your parents might have made, but be aware of it and really learn and do a review on your own childhood to make sure that you're pretty clear and come to a part of an, of acceptance. Um, we got into a little bit of a heavy, a little bit heavy in terms of um, the emotional capacity. And I really just wanted to, to step back and say, you know, as parents, we all have regrets. And I think one of the biggest fears that we have as moms is not being there for your children. And even though we talk about and we're constantly trying to figure out the balance of how much is too much in focusing on yourself and how much do your children need you and weighing that out as we go through life, like there are going to be times where Karen calls that there are going to be blips. 
and you're not always going to be there for your children and vice and vice versa. And unfortunately for for in Karen's personal story, you know, her parents kind of checked out and were going through their own their own thing with going through a divorce when Karen was in in college and it was at a time where she really needed the support and guidance and um you know, and people to help her figure out what help her make decisions that are going to take her to the next level of what she's going to be. I mean, college is such a critical time for all of us in terms of saying, you know, who we're going to be and taking the the right steps career-wise, school-wise, um, to basically make that happen for yourselves. And Karen was lucky to, you know, to have an outside support system. She basically, she grew up next door to me, and I know my parents took her in for a summer. She was like a, a little refugee camping out at um, at our house, and my parents, you know, were just one of the people in her life that, that helped her along. And when I was talking to Karen after the show, she was really saying how, you know, she's come to a point with her with her parents now where she is in a is at a place of acceptance, and in a way she's grateful for having to have gone through that experience because it did shape her up to be a survivor and gave her an extra set of skill set and an extra set of strength that she didn't know that she had before. She didn't know that she could really do all these things on her own. And when she survived that, she really felt like she could survive anything. And that's basically what she did. She went in and she then, you know, met a man, had a family. She's now working um, and built up a company on her own. And in order to do that, you need to have a lot of strength to manage it. You know, we talk a lot about the work-life balance here. And we got into that conversation with, with Karen on on scar tissue in terms of saying, you know, how do you really make sure that, you know, one of her big fears from her parents' lessons was, um, that she remained present in her children's life but still felt it so important that she go out and have a career of her own. So she was really talking about how she how she did that and how she just felt it was so important. She knew that her, for herself that she couldn't just stay home with her kids and be a work-at-home and, and be an at-home mommy. Um, she really needs to be a working mom. So she went out there and, and did it, and she, to this day, she still doesn't take no for an answer. And she went, basically started working as a part-time and built it up into a full-time agency, which is Oster, Oster Events. Um, if you want to find Karen and learn more about Oster Events, you can find her at www.osteragency.com, and that's A-U-S-T-E-R-A-G-E-N-C-Y.com. And, um, and if you want to listen to the show archives, again, it's called Scar Tissues, and you can find that at www.blogtalkradio/mamaspearls. All the show archives that we do on Mama's Pearls are listed at Black Talk Radio. You can listen to them at any time. If you want to call in today to speak to us, the call-in number is 347-327-9450. Now, we're changing, we're changing seasons, and we're coming off of, at least here in the Northeast, quite an incredible winter, you know, I was saying to my husband that um, it was actually one of the happiest winters that I remember in a long time. Even though we didn't go anywhere or do anything, we basically just sat here and watched the snowfall 
and fall and fall and fall because we had pretty much, I think, a record snow, snowfall here. And that was amazing. But now, like, that you're getting that sunshine and coming into spring, I'm getting such spring fever. And I can't wait to go and just take my kids out. And like, yesterday we were playing outside because it's been in, like, the high 50s and low 60s here. And it's been so, so fun. So when I was planning my March schedule, I was getting that itch. And you know how we all get when, when we start getting the spring fever. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about spring fever. And I don't know how many of you caught the Oscars this past weekend, but I most certainly did. And, well, my kids caught about half of it. It's something, being working in the entertainment industry, that I – personally look forward to both from a professional side and also a personal side. I mean, I remember watching the Oscars with my with my mom and my sister all through growing up. And even when um, I went off to college and my sister went off to college, my mom, my sister, and I would still be on the phone throughout the whole Oscar event, you know, talking about it and going through it. And part of... Um, Part of what I want to talk about today and really dive into with my special guest is the role of fashion and the importance of doing, a, especially when you're doing like a big spring cleaning, in the lives of women. Um, you know, I'm not a girly girl myself, which is why I'm bringing in backups. I'm bringing in the big guns today to help to help me uh, vet, vet this out. But when you're talking about um, Moving into spring and stepping into spring, you know, spring has all the elements of the past, present, and future. And I say that because I'm reminded of a quote from Charles Dickens. And basically, and this is how I felt yesterday when I was walking around, he wrote, I, I pranced through the sun and the shade and felt like, and it was one of those March days when the sun shines hot and the wind blows cold when it is summer in the light and winter in the shade. And I felt like that yesterday when I was walking around and thinking how spring is really a sign of, and like almost a convergence of the past, present, and future. And everybody talks when it comes to springtime that you have spring fever and that you have to do spring cleaning. And I was like, well, what, is, what does that really mean, especially coming off of our, our pretty heavy week last week when we were talking about scar tissue? And I'm really thinking how... It's time to shed a lot of the emotional baggage and a lot of the scars and a lot that lay dormant throughout your throughout your winter and your past and basically be present enough and to look around and see what you need to clear out in order to make way for your future. Now, we basically take that into the material space in terms of, okay, when I'm looking at my, my wardrobe and I'm basically changing out my winter from my winter clothes in my closet and bringing in my spring clothes, what does that mean for me? You know, what am I going to basically take in that I already have from my from all my clothes over the past, you know, 20 years or whatever, 30 for me? And um, what am I going to keep and what am I going to toss? And that material side basically is a stepping stone to keeping your spiritual side clear. Um, my friend Bonnie, who's on the show today, and I'm going to introduce both my guests in literally one minute. Um, basically, the, the th here's the thing with Bonnie. Bonnie likes to keep it sim simple. And she came over to my house 
a couple of months ago and almost like literally dropped dead with all the stuff I had in terms of clothes and um, because I never throw anything out. And she was just like, Cynthia, you've got to stop. You need to basically take all this and throw it out. She's going through my stuff. How long have you had this? Oh, I don't know. Okay, well, if you don't know, if it's not last season, toss it. And I'm always so amazed when people can keep things so clear like that and be able to basically rotate their wardrobes and have it fresh and new just each each season, buy what you need, and basically keep it at that. Um, I've never been one to do that, so this is why I'm bringing in <laughs> our professionals quote today to help us out. So I'm going to go go ahead and introduce you guys to um, to Bonnie. Bonnie is a dear friend. She was on a little bit last week when we were talking with Karen, so you got a little bit of a glimpse. But Bonnie is a lawyer, a wife and the working mom of two young children. Now, she's one of my friends that I made made out here in the suburbs, and she's a total hot mama. Now, she's also pursuing a professional career as a mediator, but has a very interesting past. Her past experience includes being a real estate manage, manager and also an event planner. And she also re- recently launched a lifestyle blog called Bonnie Park, and it's really cool. It's very very hip and trendy, which I'm not, Um, but she features emerging fashion designers and must-have items for babies, as well as really fun getaway destinations, which could be for your family or just for when you and your girlfriends need to get away or you and your husband need to get away. But the one thing that I really, really love about Bonnie and why we're such good friends is because she has such a unique gift, which is inspiring women to keep life simple. She's always saying to me, why are you complicating your life? You don't, need to, you don't need this. You don't need that. Keep it simple. And for me, I need people like Bonnie in my life, and that is why I'm bringing her in. So, Bonnie, are you yes. with us? Yes, I'm here, and thank you. Oh, my you. dear. You are very welcome. Now, um, the other special guest that I have, we're doing a double double duty today, is my sister. Now, Everybody on this show has probably met my sister because she's been on almost every single show that I've had except, I think, like two. And while everybody knows that I, like, live for my sister and she's the funniest person in the world, you may not know a little bit about her own background, which happens to be in fashion. Val as Val grew up as the girly girl in the family, um, but not just girly girl. This girl knows her stuff. She knows style. She's always had impeccable taste. As long as I've known her, she has designed her own her own dresses. She designed her dress for her wedding. She designed all of the dresses for. Um, oh, I'm sorry. She designed her dress that she wore to my wedding, and she designed all the dresses um, from her from her bridal party in her wedding. And she has a lifelong passion for fashion, and also has worked in all aspects of the fashion industry. She's represented fashion talent, and she's also been a representative in the high end fashion retail market on both the buying and selling sides, as well as the children's market, the women's market, and most recently in the accessories market. And right now she's working, like we all know that Val has a little one, my little niece, so she's um, she's a new mommy, 
and she's currently a consultant to emerging independent brands and designers. She also comes from FIT with a um, penchant for fashion forecasting, and she's always ahead of the curve. So I'm happy to introduce you all formally to my very stylish and gorgeous sister, Valerie. Wow. Hello. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Hi, ladies. Hi. So these are Mama's Pearls, resident hot mamas, and my hot, hot fashionistas. Um, and Bonnie, can you please just bear witness to what I said about you know you coming in and basically swarming through through my house? <laughs> um, just to, and not to put you down in any way, but just to give the listeners like an idea of what happened. I couldn't walk more through than any person than you've ever seen. What's that? Is more stuff than any person you've ever seen? No, no, no. Like, I literally couldn't walk through the living room because there were so many boxes. And I was like, Cynthia, like, I know you're moving or whatever, but, like, uh, what is this? Like, stuff you need to put away? She's like, no, it's just, like, stuff. I was like, what do you mean it's just, like, stuff? She's like, like, here in this room is, like, the kids' toys. And there was, like, more toys in the room than I've seen in any toy store, like, I was like, my kid's going to be a jealous mess when he comes in here. Like, I don't understand. What do, do they play with all these toys? She's like, no, but, like, what am I supposed to do? So I started, like, having a panic. Like, I couldn't, like, breathe. I was like, I can't, like, turn in a 360-degree circle. So, like, what's going on here? And that was when I decided, time to clean up your life, Cynthia. Yeah, and you've been really amazing at helping me do that. Um, I, you know, even though every time you come over, you make me throw out stuff, which is why, like, I have to, like, limit your visits. <laughs> but, oh, my God. But the difference between, like, you know, I mean, the part with the, the keeping the toys, you know, part of that is, like, I'm definitely keeping a lot of those toys for, for my niece and hopefully, you know, many more nieces and nephews and possibly more children of my own. But, you know, back to, like, the wardrobe, like, you know. So the nine closets that are overflowing. Yeah. The nine closets that are overflowing because I can never throw anything out. I mean, it's not only that I can't throw anything out. I mean, some stuff that I buy, like, I really do like, and I know that I'll wear it at some point in the future. But there's also, like, that that element of, um, you know, hey, I've had – I've had two kids, and my body has changed umpteen times in just the past, like, five, six years. And, you know, I have basically a wardrobe for each body type of mine over the past, you know, five years. Right. And, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that that's valid, but at the same time, you know, there are certain staples of a wardrobe that people should have, like a great pair of black pants, the perfect pair of jeans a good white tank top. You know what I mean? Like, these are things that, you know, you should have and they should stick around. But, like, just to use you as an example because we're going through your life at the moment, <laughs> when I went through your jeans, and I mean there were, like, a lot, there was not one pair of jeans that you should actually be wearing. You know what I mean? Like, these are jeans, like, I asked you when's the last time you wore this and you were like, I don't know, seven, eight, nine years ago. <laughs> and, like, they didn't fit and, like, they were trendy for the time. You know what I mean? Like, these, like they weren't classic pieces. Like, for me, my oldest pair of jeans is pretty old. It's probably, like, from when I was in college or something. 
But they're a classic pair of sevens. They fit me perfectly every time. And, you know, for the two times that I was pregnant and, like, didn't fit into my clothes, so I packed them away. And when I lost the weight, I put back into them. And, like, yes, my body's changed, but they still fit because they're a damn good pair of jeans. You know what I mean? But, like, when you buy, like, a trendy thing, it's only – it's a trend. It's only good for that time. You know, it's kind of like – like, for myself, I made the mistake – I'm a big, I'm an avid Chanel person. I love Chanel. I think it's amazing. I think everyone should have a classic Chanel, but that's a whole whatever. When I bought my first Chanel bag with my husband, you know, we went. he went straight for the trend, and I wanted him to be happy, and so I picked up the trendy bag, and that's the one we bought, and I wore it for two years and whatever. But the fact of the matter is that when the trend was over, it was, like, absurd. Like, why did I have this bag? And so being savvy, I sold it on eBay, and I, and I rolled the money in, and I bought a classic style, which I can keep for the next 20, 30, 40 years, pass it on to whoever, and it'll always be in style because that's the classic Chanel. It's not going anywhere. And I think that that should be, you know, the lesson that people carry into their lives when it comes to your closet. You should buy classic pieces that you can keep for a long time and then fill in less expensive, trendy things that you can wear a couple of times and give away and whatever, and it won't matter because it didn't really cost you that much, right. you know, or that you can grow with your body. Um, so what, know, what's, what's like, you know, how do you figure that out? Because you can buy a tank top that's $5, and you can buy a tank top that's, you know, a couple hundred dollars. Well, I think that I like to buy, like I think when you're, if you're going to spend money, you should spend money on a piece, on a piece that you'll come back to year after year. It's a beautiful piece. It's not going anywhere. It's not based on a trend. You know what I mean? Like, like um, what, though? Are you talking a bag? Are you talking a jacket? In anything. I think like like, in, like the example I gave of a bag or in a jacket, like if you were to buy, let's say, a leather jacket. You know what I mean? If you buy like a black leather jacket that fits you perfectly and is like a classic style and doesn't have like a trendy little thing on it, um, you know, it's not going anywhere, and it can hang in your closet for as long as you want. You'll come back to it year after year. You know what I mean? And oh, that's I something. And that's something that you would that I would spend money on. But if I walk into H and M, I can get the you know the trend of today that'll be gone in two weeks, and I won't feel bad like getting rid of it or spending the twenty dollars or ten dollars because it'll be gone in two weeks. You know what I mean? That's my feeling. <laughs> Val? Oh, no, I totally, totally agree. I think she really hit the nail on the head. The same thing. Like, if you're going to spend the money, like, on a Chanel bag or a designer piece, it should be something, like Bonnie said, that's classic, that year after year you're going to whip it out of your closet, you're going to feel good in it, and um, it's not going anywhere. If you know, for the, I mean, exactly what you said for H and M. Like H and M is probably my favorite place to go to pick up like the trendy outfit that you know what. If I ruin it or whatever, like I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna care. So, I mean, I definitely agree with um, of what you, of what um, she said. Val, and I, Val, I want to ask you a question. Yeah. How do you, how do you feel? I mean, you being kind of like the fashionista of, of our family. And having just like this innate love for it, why do you feel it's so important for women to, you know, have a healthy relationship with uh, with fashion? 
I think it's important because it's just, you know, to, like you said, your body's changing, but to know your own body and to know what looks good on you I think is very important too. Um, and with all the trends out there is if you're, like, not comfortable, if you're like, oh, that's not for me, like, don't push the envelope. You know, there's always new trends. There's always something else going on, and there's going to be something that you're going to like and um, feel good in. But I think the most important thing is that you got to feel good in it. you got to feel comfortable. Like, I know also, like, I have um, a four-month-old, and I don't have all the time in the world to get ready, but I still take that extra 10, 15 minutes, you know, put some makeup on to put myself together because it makes me feel good. And I think that's the most important part because it's very easy to put on that comfy sweatsuit and to roll at the door, but I'm not feeling that good walking out, you know, in that comfy sweatsuit. So for me, and I think for a lot of women, it's just, you know, feeling good about yourself. It doesn't even have to be, you know, the most, you know, you don't have to spend a lot of money (laughs) to get the look. Um, But it's just, I think, most important to just that you feel better, you know, going out there. Yeah. I agree. And I and you know what? People make fun of me when I put heels on and go out the door at 9 a.m. <laughs> including you're me. You're like the number one person making fun of me. But the fact of the matter is that I have a spring in my step when I put heels on in the morning. You know? Nothing like an amazing pair of heels. <laughs> if you're going to spend money, my advice, if you're going to spend the money on, you know, any item. Like for me, I'm an accessories girl. So for me, it's, you know, the bag and the shoes. Because the bag, you're wearing that every day. Yeah. You know, it's not a piece of clothing that, you know, you're going to wear like once, twice, and, you know, it's going to go in the back of your closet maybe, you know, two, three years. Like your bag, you're wearing every day, and your shoes, you're going to wear, you know, you're going to wear a lot. And now, can we agree, can we agree that if you're wearing a sweatsuit and let's say whatever, if you put your Chanel bag on top of it, that it works? Can we just agree? A blowout, makeup, and a Chanel bag can turn a sweatsuit into the hottest outfit ever. You can turn around and you're like, okay, I got my Chanel, so I'm rocking it. That's it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Unlike me that carries, like, you know... Oh, my God, I love you. Like, plastic bag with my kids' diapers in it. (laughs) Can we go go back to the heel thing? Yes. Yes. You're going to touch this one. Yeah, there's no way I can let this go because I am not a heel girl, never been a heel girl. When I put them on, Valerie just cracks up because I can't walk in them. I cannot walk in heels. I, I, I I hate it. I have, like, big, wide, flat feet, and, like, I wear my sneakers or I'll wear, you know, I will wear flip flops, but, like, the highest pair of heel I have is maybe, like, a slightly platform boot (laughs) and that's it and bonnie walks around even when pregnant was walking around in like like minimum of like three inch heels like i just could never but i remember you saying one time you were going to an event and you were saying they make me feel powerful Mm -hmm. and i get that instant power boost okay I personally would not feel powerful walking into a meeting in heels because I would definitely fall on my face. But I get it. But what's your, like, take on, um, and I know my my little precious niece at four months just got her first pair of heels. Oh, my God, that's so cute. (laughs) (laughs) Good job, (laughs) Val. What is your take on, like, the Surrey Cruise wearing heels? Surrey 
Very, very yeah, true. I mean, okay, so I Katie, think... Holmes, Katie Holmes has got a lot of flack because she, you know, Surrey, Surrey Cruz is walking around in little, like, oh. pumps. Okay. And she's, you know, I think three or four. Yeah, but those pumps are a joke. It's not like she was really wearing, like, four-inch heels. And, like, you know? She's in training. What do you mean? If you were wearing pumps at that age, you'd be able to walk in your heels. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of funny because I actually remember being being, um, a little girl um, and going into the shoe store with my mom and I'm seeing, you know, like a little older girls, like getting, you know, remember those like little little heels that you're like your first pair of heels, you know? No. And I'm like, I I want them. I was like, I want those shoes. I want those shoes. And even though um, my mom was very good at being like, you know, she never said no, you know, a lot when it came to kind of those things. But she was like, you know, in a couple of years, like you're still too young, to um. You're still too young, you know, to wear those. And that's all I wanted was, like, those kind of – and they weren't even, like, high, high heels. They just had, like, a little platform heel on them that, you know, I wanted those shoes. But you were always like that, Val. I mean, you, as far as I remember, and Mom, you know, always talks about how you would put together your outfits at a very young age. You basically put together your clothes. You said, I'm going to wear this, I'm going to wear that. You wanted your little pocketbooks and your accessories, which is why you're you're in fashion and have done accessories buying. Um, you know, that works for you. And I see my daughter being the same way. Like, That's if I... She's really into it, and if I basically try and put on her pair of sneakers and she wants her pretty silver dance shoes, she is not going out the house unless she has her pretty little dance shoes. You know, I I don't think I was born with that gene. I mean, I like to, and it's probably also why I'm more comfortable doing radio than pursuing, like, any other medium. (laughs) I like hanging out in just whatever. It's not, it's not... It's important to me to feel good, and I think that's the part that, like, all moms can relate to, especially when when um, you have daughters and, well, I guess when you have sons, too, because they have to feel comfortable in their own skin. But it's like, you know, I do like to look, you know, to look good and put myself together. I, I rarely wear makeup, though. I mean, that's like a whole other, a whole other show. Um, but, you know, I, I'm also just not, like, no, it's like when I, when I go shopping, I don't have like this master plan. It's like I'll walk into a store. Usually, like for jeans, I'll go to the Gap, and they have a million different like things. And just you know, I need a new pair. And when I got back into my my regular size this year, which was like a really big fun accomplishment, it was like I just bought like whatever. I didn't care. Like if it was if it was my size, I just rounded it up, <laughs> bought it, and and came home. I didn't even know if it fits. Um, but you know, for me, it was like. You know, I had a really sad day this winter when I did go through one of my boxes and unpack, and I found a pair of my jeans that I used to wear all the time, and they used to be, like, my cool jeans, and I put them on, and they turned into, like, my mom jeans. All of a sudden, I'm looking at them like, I, these are mom jeans now. They're not cool jeans. And, like... And what did you do? You went out and you bought yourself? I went, I felt, one, I felt, one, I felt like crap. And I was just like, okay, all right, it's time to basically shed, like, the old Cynthia. Like, that just is not who I am anymore, you know, that that same body type. And, you know, and that's 
around the same time when I really was like, okay, Bonnie, I'm going to let you like take over my life a little bit and clear out my closet and, you know, really help me put together. And Bonnie did. She's like, you're not keeping that. You're not keeping that. You're not keeping that. You can't keep that. That's a little sexy. Any, basically anything that like showed my cleavage and my legs, I was allowed to keep. (laughs) (laughs) Which was very hard to convince you of. I'm not really sure why. I'm I'm like I'm modest in that way. I really am. You know what? I think it's I think it's very um in, uh empowering for a woman to recognize her assets. And if your assets are boobs, then like good for you because I don't have any. You know? And like I and I think and you have those. I'm sorry. You got nice boobs. And you should use them. Like what? Why are you hiding all of your You know, Val, can you confirm this? I was gonna. I was just about to say, like, like going back to knowing what you're comfortable in and what looks good on you. Like right. each person, like Bonnie said, like has their own assets that you know. Hey, you got it flaunted. Like Sin, she's right. You have great boobs and you have great legs. Mm-hmm. So that's what you should concentrate on. Oh, forget it. My legs haven't seen the light of day in like years. They're they're like white glow sticks. Yeah, they're perfect for the skinny jeans. That's right. Yes or no, but my my body type is such they make the skinny jeans too skinny because I have a you know a wider waist. So it, I'm like you know I'm kind of I'm kind of like Humpty Dumpty in that way where I have like these like skinny little legs but you know wider up top. So well, I don't you get a stretch band waist. Yeah, exactly. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> like maternity <laughs> stuff? <laughs> no, actually, my friend just bought a pair of helmet legs, and there's there's skinny jeans, and instead of a button at the top, there's stretch bands, and they're amazing. Okay. I mean, there's a there's a way around it for every body type. I think the point is that it doesn't matter what your body type is. You still need to, like Val said, concentrate on your assets and 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 use those things. You know. You have great legs and great boobs, so show those those things. Yeah, yes. but I still need new bras. I will get those too. <laughs> anyway, the point was that we we went through the closets that day, and the pile of clothing that was at the front door, which I found out that <laughs> they had been sitting there for two months. Well, wait, 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 wait. That pile of clothes, because I was, like, cleaning out my storage bin, and I'm still cleaning out my storage bin of, like, you know, my really old stuff, because I've moved a couple of times in the past, like, whatever year. year so I've only, you know, whatever. I, I basically, my wardrobe has been more like you, because all my stuff is, is in storage. Um, but when I brought it out, that's when you came over, and you saw it, like, all, all laying out, and you were like, no. <laughs> No. No. But I think the other rule of thumb, which I told you that day, is besides pregnancy, besides pregnancy and getting back to yourself or whatever, if you haven't worn it in like five years or two years or three years and it's not like a classic piece that you could pick up at any time, you shouldn't be keeping it because you're not going to wear it. It's just taking up space, you know? And why is that a bad thing? Because you're not going to wear it, so why is it there? Why not give it away to somebody who will wear it? Which, by the way, will bring up some positive energy in your life and make you feel good. I feel great when I give away a bag of clothes. Yeah, this, that, and that's something that I think is really important um, 
both connecting back with the the spiritual piece of of fashion and clearing and why like the trend cycle and just kind of like the life cycle of clothes um, is important is that basically those your things your clothes come into your life at certain points um, and you wear it at certain um, to certain events. I mean, there's some things that I remember wearing. You were like, well, what is that? You, you can get rid of that. I'm like, no, I remember wearing that. That was like my first date with my husband. Right. Um, like there are those pieces that do cycle in and create like these memories for you. Like you have probably heels where you're like, wow, I really kicked butt in those heels. Um, you know, and, and that emotional attachment that we get to those things where they, it helps us kind of store memories in a way. Um, that's sometimes hard to let go of. And I know when we were going through, like, my stuff, I mean, a lot of that stuff wasn't, like, great stuff, but I remember, like, oh, I wore that, like, to work on an interview or whatever. And um, you're like, well, it's time to give it up. And it's like you can still give away the thing and keep the memory, mm-hmm. or you basically got to look at it as um, as letting – you know, you might not need, like, you already did that in the past, and this is why I love spring, but you've already did that in the past, and whatever was in the past is already in you, and you're taking that forward to the future, whether you have the thing or the jacket that you wore that day or not. So it's time to basically let somebody else collect their memories in your clothes. Um, and I did. I, I basically, I threw, I, I didn't throw away, but I donated a bunch of um you know, a bunch of bags of clothes, and you could always find people in churches and different drop-off points in your community, and I think it's really important to know where those things are and make it a regular event and regular occurrence, whether it's in the change of seasons or um, just every now and get, now and again when you come across something that you don't like and, you know, and donate it out. I know there's somebody in our community now who's doing that with children's clothes, use children's clothes. I mean, this is something that takes up, you know, half of my basement. You know, part of it I'm keeping um, a lot of the, the children's clothes and passing it down to, to Val and to my niece and um, and giving it away. But, you know, create kind of a circle with your friends where you can come in and, you know, and swap swap stuff, have like treasure trove parties, um, and give them your maternity clothes. Give them your um, children's clothes that you know your kids are when once they're out of it they're out of it they're definitely not going back it's not like parents and moms where we basically there there's that glimmer of hope that I might fit into I, like <laughs> you know there is always that glimmer of hope um, but you know when it's done it's done you know pa- basically pass it on and, and pay it forward. And by the way, um, I forgot to say the pearl of the week this week. Um, the pearl of the week is get out and take in. And I think that's, um, you know, when you're talking about spring, for me it was getting into nature, getting out of the house, getting into nature and taking in um, the beauty of nature, but it still applies to um, doing a spring cleaning and going through your wardrobe, but basically getting out the old so you can take in the new. Um, and I think that's really something that you you two are both very very clear about and very strong about, and in it is empowering to basically say to somebody, you can let go of something from your past, whether it's clothes or memory or whatever, because there's so much more yet to come. Yep. And for me, it's like, you know, taking that step towards the future. 
you can't really open up the space of what's to come unless you clear out the past. So you can sit with it and kind of stay stagnant and dormant, um, but that's really kind of like what the winter is for, but now it's time to kind of shed into spring. So... And plus, where are you going to put everything if you don't move out, (laughs) clean out your closet? Where are you going to put all your new stuff when you have spring fever and go shopping? (laughs) There's always space. Yeah, in the middle of the living room. (laughs) You were here last week, and come on. You're getting much better, Cynthia. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. I did a lot of clearing. Oh, so where are we going for spring? What's what's your feel about um, what we're opening up towards to spring for moms and also for kids? Like clothing-wise? Yeah, clothing, clothing-wise, feeling-wise, um, self-esteem-wise. Well, I'm always about self-esteem, and I think that a lot of that, like Val said earlier, you know, is linked in putting yourself together and taking that extra 10, 15 minutes in the morning. Um, but personally, <laughs> I, I did a little spring fever shopping myself, um, and I picked up a few cute things. I really like this designer called Miss Faraday. Um, I picked up, do you know that one? I picked up this, like, silk. I'm really into the silk and lace pieces. It's like a, there's a lot of that for women these days. Um, and I picked up this beautiful light pink silk lace flowy top, which, by the way, hides that little roll that's still left over from the kit I had a year ago. <laughs> um, so very functional. I also, for the kids, I mean, I have boys, which is a little harder, um, but I always go back to polo because I think, again, classic timeless pieces, it's always the same. They wear well. They wash well. Um, and the boys look good. So I'm, I'm, I'm on that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I don't have girls, so I can't speak to that. Although my dear friend Jen Schwartz and her um, partner just started a line called Syrup. Um, and that's geared towards girls and their moms. And it's absolutely adorable. You could find it online. Um, I would definitely check that out. Very blingy and pink and, like, very cute. Um, So that's my feel. You said the name was syrup? Syrup, like more syrup on your pancakes. Okay. (laughs) Like that. It's adorable. And they just launched, and it's actually not even in the stores yet. So get it fast. (laughs) That's very cool. Yeah. Now, this weekend we had a very fun event, and at the event – you and your little Miss uh, Miss Thing there, your little cute four-month-old, were wearing matching outfits. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so cute, Bonnie. So cute, and your daughter's so gorgeous, and you're gorgeous, but I can't imagine. I have to see pictures. Thank you. Thank you. She likes getting gold dolled up already. So, but, um, yeah. But even just going back again, like, to what's going on for the spring, um, you know, what you're seeing, and I think you said before, like, you watch the Oscars, and that's always, like, a great indication mm-hmm. of what's going on, you know, the biggest trends for the season. Mm-hmm. And you saw, like, all, you know, those light, nude, really pretty colors and, like, Bonnie, a lot of ruffles. Mm-hmm. And like Bonnie said, which is great to hide, you know, being a new mom, to hide those extra, you know, 
unwanted towns that still haven't come off. Um, so I think that's like definitely a great trend to get yourself a ruffle top. And again, H&M has some really cool, pretty ones that aren't expensive at all um, with the soft colors. And you saw like a lot of like those like kind of liquid metals, mm-hmm. like Sandra Bullock had on, right. um, which I think is you know is really is really pretty um, as well. And you could just do like a tank top and throw a blazer over that. But I think also a great way if you're like unsure and but you know you want a new look and you're not like me and Bonnie who like to like browse through all the stores and checking <laughs> out you know really into it and checking out everything. Grab yourself like a magazine L and style, even us or anything, and just take tears out of what you like and like oh I would really like to get that look. And it's really easy you know I'll always take tears out and put them in my bag you know I have like a little photo envelope for just that and I'll take them out in the store right and I'll just you know go around be like you know I really want to get this look and you'll find it's really easy that way to put it together right but that's that's funny you you have like tear sheets from magazines and I have like coupons (laughs) like like that like that's what I'm going through it sounds like you guys really balance each other out I love that what a great pair of sisters yeah oh my you don't get better than Val and I, <laughs> but um, but but I will say this also, just going on the coupon thing. Like online now, there are so many um, so many resources that give out like coupon codes and printable coupons that I would say if like if you know you're going shopping, do a search first for like if you're going to the Gap, put like Gap coupons in and see what comes up. Oh, and you know what else is great if you want to go shopping on the designer end but don't want to spend the money? Um, sites like like uh, Outlook.com, oh, my God, be warned that you will be addicted because what you do is you register on these sites and they have like a 24-hour or 48-hour sale of, you know, whatever designer. And right. things sell out literally in like 10 minutes. And they're like 80% off, and it's like insane. Billion dollars. Um, is good for that too. What is that again? Billion dollar base. I think it's billion, yes, billion dollar babes. Um, yeah. I mean, those things are addict. I mean, the credit card, my credit card went through the roof when I started doing that. <laughs> yeah. But, but you know what? When you get an, for example, an Hervé Léger dress is what, $1,500, $2,000, depending on the dress you're buying? When you can get a dress like that for for 400 I mean, that's a steal. And then on the other end, when you're when you go into a trendy store and you see a tank top for seventy dollars and then you can get it on this website for fifteen, like That's you know, you that. can have that look for less. And I think it's right. important to be resourceful and savvy in that way. Yeah, but that that all takes time. And for me, it's like I I don't have time. Like you know, the shopping right now when I go shopping, it's usually like I, I gotta get something for my kids. And if I'm in a store that also has you know. My, you know, women's clothes where I'll prance over to the other side of the store to scoop up, like, a couple of things that I might need and, like, I'm out the door. Like, you know, like, that stuff all all takes time and, and commitment. Um, and if you're not getting, like, fashion magazines, then it's kind of like you're looking basically to what your other mom friends are wearing um, and, you know, it's like, okay, then start asking them just where, where, where to get that. Next, next time you go, I mean, basically what I told Val like a couple of years ago, I'm like, when you go shopping, can you just start buying two? <laughs> <laughs> you 
Well, you know what? I think in the beginning it's important to, you know, take the time to build up like a, like a wardrobe of staples, you know. But then once you've done that and you have your staples down, then it doesn't matter. So you could it. see a random top and be like, oh, I like that and pick it up and right. leave. You know, I mean, I will say I, I, that the blazer is is a great thing. And Bonnie, you always wear a, a blazer. I do. I rock blazers. Theory blazers, my favorite. Theory and Theory for one, yeah. And I know also, like for me, when I when I do have to go meet clients, like I just like rediscover my blazer. Like even just putting it on top of just jeans and a tank top just completely changes the look. Um, so I would definitely say to invest in invest in a blazer. Like that's a really, yeah, really <laughs> yeah. good trend. So let's get back to Val and her matching outfits. Yes. <laughs> matching I want to hear about that. Because, well, a lot of families, like, you know, I know also, like, when I'm getting my children dressed for, um, you know, to go to a party or something, like, we do like to coordinate. Um, either, like, my husband and my son will both be wearing blue, and, like, I'll try and, like, match up colors with 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 my daughter, you know, how do you guys feel about like the coordinated family shopping and and uh, and clothes wearing? I think it's a do. I mean, I like the coordination. I don't like the matchy matchy. Right. But I like to, like we weren't wearing like she wasn't wearing like a, exactly a mini version of exactly what I had on, but it had like the same kind of look. Right. And the same or the same color, like you said, the same color. Right. Like I'm not so into the exact little matchy matchy, but you know, like. You know, when I see your when I see your husband in like a sweater vest, and then see your son, like I think it's adorable. <laughs> I'm all for that. All right, good. As long as we cleared that up. <laughs> Plus, when you like, go to an event, everyone's taking pictures. You want the pictures to come true. out nice as a family, you know? That's true. Yeah, I'm down with that. The dorkiest family ever, but that's fine. Oh. I mean, but, like, I think it's so hard for moms, you know, especially, like, moms who are more like me and not innately into, like, the fashion stuff. Um, you know, but, like, again, like, I have my moments. Like, I love, like, French style and being all, like, you know, pulling, putting high bell, putting on the frills, like, you know, when it's fun to go out. I just don't like doing the shopping part anymore. It's, like... It's more draining than anything else, and especially now, like, getting into, like, bathing suit season, like, I, I can't. <laughs> I can't even, like, think about it. Um, but it's just, like, you know, it's also, I think, when, again, it's just, like, the time factor of making of making the time and setting a time the time for yourself um, and basically saying, like, yes, you know, I can go out and spend some money on myself, spend some time on myself, putting myself together and giving you know, and giving myself a a new look for for spring or whenever. And I think that's hard for moms. I really do. I think it's hard for moms to kind of pull out and um and be put themselves first in that way. Like I said, I'm I'm always like shopping for my kids first, and maybe I'll think about myself. But don't you find that you think about yourself after the kids are asleep, and you're like, oh, I should have probably looked in that store for myself. Yeah. Like that happens yeah. to me. So for me, yeah. I'm like queen of online shopping because of yeah. that reason. Because I don't have to go into the store when it's open. I could shop at two in the morning. Right. When I can't when sleep. I you know what I mean? Yeah. That that's also dangerous. Everybody's uh, asleep. I'm just dangerous. gonna sneak down yeah. <laughs> We deal with that at the end of the bed, month. Honey. Yeah. <laughs> go back to bed, honey. Oh man. <laughs> That's funny. 
It was really funny. And sample sales are a really good thing, too. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So let's have a little bit of fun now because, um, not like this wasn't fun, but, you know, I think just going into spring, the idea is to kind of keep it light and keep it fresh um, and basically to shed any heavy stuff, any any hard feelings that you've been having about yourself and your body, especially in the in during the winter time, it's so hard. You know, most of us do feel like we've just put on the extra 15 pounds because we can't get off the cake, and because um, all you want to make is like hot chocolate and rice krispie treats. And I'm talking about myself here, people. Um, that's basically you what I live cupcakes. on all winter. <laughs> yeah, you make you make really good cupcakes, by the way. We make too many cupcakes, but yeah. <laughs> but that's that's what you do, especially in winter. Um, and it's time to like lighten up. When you're walking outside, you know, take definitely get get your kids go outside, get them into nature. One of the things I love doing in the springtime is doing planting. Um, for me, there's there's nothing that's more more satisfying and kind of grounding than basically going and buying some um, annuals or perennials and getting in the garden, taking your kids and and doing that with them. And you know, you start seeing as your gar- as you go on, literally as your garden grows, like throughout this throughout the season. Um, Everything kind of has its turn and when they're going to bloom, and I wrote that in in this week's blog, which is also um, of the same title as Spring Fever. And, you know, I feel that way, and this is what you're saying, with with basically – fashion and keeping your your wardrobe and building it up over time is that basically taking the time to basically tend to, tend to your garden um, going out and buying your staples buying buying quote the seeds and planting them when when it's in season and when it's right and eventually you'll basically start opening up your closet and it won't be so much of um, of a scramble you'll have your things laid out you know with with Bonnie's motto of keeping it keeping it light and keeping it simple you'll start seeing how you do trim down. Um, (laughs) You will trim down and walk out, and suddenly you'll be like, oh, yeah, I can wear that. I can sport my cleavage. (laughs) And I I know exactly what matches. You know, for me, I always love bouncing things off of, off of Val, and I don't think I'm going to go shopping this season without either Val or Bonnie um, basically giving me a second pair of eyes. I actually don't own a full-length mirror in the house, which – which probably, yeah. yeah, it probably makes up for a lot of my um, my fashion calls. <laughs> Get one of those. Yeah, so invest in a full-length mirror or at least it's like looking like a glass a door. Mirror. Yeah. Um, I didn't notice that. I think I would have panicked if I noticed that. <laughs> yeah, I did it. I, I don't have a full-length mirror in this house. So, um, so Bonnie, like next time you see me, like, you know, picking up my son or whatever, just, you know, just be like, get a mirror if you don't like what I'm wearing. <laughs> <laughs> get yourself a mirror but um but learning how to take the time invest in the pieces that are going to last you you know throughout each season like you know you have some things that you plant in your garden that come up year and year after year after year you have to look at it basically attacking your fashion wardrobe the same way so now in basing we have like five minutes left on the show 
show always, always goes so fast. It's, it amazes me. Um, and I, again, want to tell people where to find Bonnie's new blog, which is so exciting and so amazing, and she's constantly updating it and keeping up with the the um, trends that are happening in fashion and in getaways and in all these other fun lifestyle things. Again, her blog is called Bonnie Park, and you can find it at www.bonniepark.blogspot.com. And I want to close out with talking about my favorite questions. You know, um, next week, by the way, next week on Mama's Pearls, we're going to have my cousin, Dr. Joanna Dolgoff, where basically we're talking about, this week we're talking about fashion. Next week we're going to talk something about something that I'm much more comfortable with, which is food. <laughs> we're going to talk about food and our relationship with food and um, and our children. And Joanna just wrote um, just wrote and published a book called Red Light, Green Light, Eat Right, and it's a basic weight management guide and program for children. So now we come to the part in Mama's Pearls where we talk about Come Tell Mama. So come tell me, Bonnie, what is your your luxury indulgence? Bags. Bags. <laughs> Okay, like the accessories. Yeah, definitely. No, specifically bags. I actually destroy my shoes, so I don't really spend much on shoes, but bags. But bags, interesting. Okay, Val, your luxury indulgence. Okay, you know, bags and shoes. I can't choose between them. <laughs> Val, we should go shopping today. <laughs> God, I'm going to come and film you guys. Those two away from each other. <laughs> no, I, I want to come film you guys when you go shopping. <laughs> oh Definitely you're going to make a shopping date. So Enjoy. funny. All right, Bonnie. Yes. Which of the following would you prefer? The best, or which would you choose? Okay, put it that way. The best sex, sex of your life, the best meal of your life, or the best sleep of your life? Are you kidding? The best sex, obviously. I don't sleep anyway. I'd rather not eat. So, <laughs> sex is always at the top. I think. I don't know for me. <laughs> okay, Val. Same question. Your husband's a lucky man. Val. Same question. Since I have my mom, my dad, my mother-in-law listening, I'm gonna go with the best meal of my life. <laughs> Val, you know that you're at the point where they don't mind you saying sex because that means more grandchildren for them. So oh you don't have to be shy. All right. So your your preferred movie genre, comedy, romance, horror, or action? Bonnie. I like comedic romances. Can I do that? Romantic comedies, of course. Romantic comedies, yeah. Val? Keep taking my answers. Right. <laughs> There's a reason we're on this show together, honey. <laughs> Bonnie, the best advice your mama gave you? Be happy for other people and what they have. Cool. Always. Now I, I know mom didn't tell you that. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> okay, what's, what's the best advice mom gave you? Well, you know, she definitely had a lot of... Uh, good advice but I also think in spirit of this show she was the one who basically like you know told me to go to FIT and to you know study in fashion and have a career in fashion yeah and 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 basically you are 
quite an example of that in terms of if you love something and you find yourself that you are a complete shopaholic, you might as well go to school for it and make it a career. And because um, what's more fun than spending your own money is spending other people's money and doing buying. <laughs> so Val, you're a very, very smart cookie. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us here. I could not have done this. This show without you, and particularly, you know, in talking about fashion, it's just, it's so not my bag. So thank you for coming on and sharing sharing your pearls of wisdom about shopping and keeping fashionable as my two young, hot mamas and my resident mama pearl fashionistas. Thank, thank you, Cynthia. Thank you, guys. And we'll be hearing lots more from both Bonnie and Valerie on many... I basically consider them both almost co-hosts of the show and um, invite you all to come on again. And, um, and again, to our listeners, if you want to hear this show again and or any of the other um, any of the other archives here at Mama's Pearls, please visit us at www.blogtalkradio.com slash Mama's Pearls. You can find me, Cynthia. You can always email me any questions, comments, or fashion advice at Cynthia at mamaspearls.com. You can find me on Twitter at C-Y-N. T-W-E-E-T, that's in tweet. You can check out this week's blog, Spring Fever, or any of the past blogs at www.mamaspearls.blogspot.com. So this is Cynthia, Mama's Pearls, reminding you to enjoy your children, enjoy your family, remember to say I love you, and get out this spring and have some fun. Talk to you guys next week. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.